Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Desi Mellon is being extra loud this evening. He's so horny for me. <laughs> he just started acting up as soon as you walked through the door. What's his deal? Either like he loves me or he hates me. I would love to take him to a pet psychic to find out what his trauma is. Like what's going on inside it's his like, brain. It's like she takes me away from my mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start like shitting in my purse and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's very protective of me. He's yeah. like, he follows me everywhere during the day. He's looking at me right now. Yeah. He, He's, his eyes are like squinty. Like he's like tired or mad. I don't know which. I guess he is kind of falling asleep. Okay. <laughs> he's cranky. <laughs> he is cranky. So let's start off with some sad news. Um, actress Anne Heche, she has been declared legally dead. So she is still on life support. They are hoping to, I guess, find a use for her owners. I'm sorry, organs. So uh, that's why she's still on life support. But in California, if you are brain dead, you are legally dead. So the obituaries are out there. It's kind of like a confusing thing. Uh, I've never seen it done that way before, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I I saw the brief statement made by her family member last night no today that said like we're not declaring her dead until her heart stops beating but i knew that they were searching for like a recipient for her organs right well i saw a statement last night where it was pretty much all but acting as if she had passed from her uh, manager or I think it was for the family that it was released. It's a very sad story. It's really sad. And obviously this takes nothing away from the fact that there are victims, other victims of this car crash, the woman whose house was basically burned to the ground or at least destroyed because of the fire. Um, But it's just a sad story all around. All around. Uh, It's sad. It's uh, terrible. I think I thought that her son who put out a message today, it is her older son, Homer, kind of put it best. He said, hopefully my mom is free from pain and beginning to explore what I like to imagine as her eternal freedom. And if you know anything about Anne's life, it has been rough. Yeah. Uh, She has had a rough life from childhood on up until her, into her adulthood. So just a really sad and sort of unexpected story uh, for sure. Uh, The other big celebrity story this week that I actually saw go down on Twitter as well is uh, Michelle Branch and her husband had a big public kind of, she outed him publicly for cheating on Twitter. I happened to be online and I saw her initial tweet where she was like, Hey everyone, basically my husband had an affair with his manager or someone from his management company. She named the management company. She named the woman who I think's name was like Haley McDonald. It's like, it's always a Haley. (laughs) Um, Her husband, I'm just kidding. Her husband is also a well-known musician. He is Patrick Carney of the Black Keys. He's the drummer. 
And he's kind of a, I think he has like a web show. So he's like sort of in other areas. He's also not hot enough to get away with this behavior, Uh, in my opinion. No. I'm not even a Michelle Branch stan. Like, I'm not a fan of her music, but I... When I saw him, I I was like, okay. But I'm team Michelle Branch. Absolutely. So this happened really late at night. I guess when I saw it, it wasn't that late, but she's on the East Coast, so it was even later for them. Well, after she did that tweet, they had a domestic row. Right. And the cops were called at 2 a.m. in the morning. She apparently slapped him in the face a few times. And to a be few honest, times. it said one or two. Oh. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, okay. I mean, he cheated on her. She has two young children with him. It could have been way worse, right? <laughs> um, so he was listed as the victim on this report. Uh, so I don't know exactly what happened, but we can all guess. I mean, he, she found out he was cheating. They got into a fight and she slapped the shit out of him. Right. Uh, so yeah. So she also released a statement after this, um, that they're obviously, uh, breaking up now. Uh, no surprise there. And then I saw an article where this is not the first time that he has cheated on a spouse. Oh. So he was married before, I'm sorry, her statement was to say that I'm totally devastated doesn't even come close to describing how I feel for myself and my family. The rug has been completely pulled out from underneath me and I have to figure out how to move forward. I mean, she's a six month old baby. So she's home with the baby and he's out fucking his, like whatever, this woman. Uh, That's just fucked up. So yeah, he, I think, I can't remember... Or I don't know when this happened, but his first wife, Denise Grolmus, detailed their marriage and divorce in an essay for Salon in 2011 that was titled Snapshots from a Rock and Roll Marriage. Uh, she said that Patrick called her very drunk one night and admitted that he had been unfaithful, not just with the woman he'd left me for, but before that even, this is a while ago, one time he said on tour, he swore that it wasn't sex, just a bit of friendly fellatio, because he loved me so much he could never go all the way. (laughs) Is he the drummer in the Black Keys? Yes, he is the drummer. I I don't know a ton about this band. I don't listen to them. I don't like this band. Uh, You don't like them? I don't like this band. What's their deal? They're like very stompy white bl- white boy blues rock. Do you know what I mean? I it's do. Like, I kind of have a vague idea of what they are, but I I don't feel comfortable talking about it. But that's like my impression that it's. it's and I feel like they're kind of. Um, are they considered like good? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> like because I feel like it's like people are like, oh, I like music. I like the black key. Like it's like a snobby kind of thing. It's like when they came out, everybody freaked out because they're like, wow, it's like. But they're like, it's just, it is not the kind of music I, I listen to. No. I Pers- mean, clearly, personally, clearly I don't either. So obviously I'm very biased. I was just like, all right. I mean, it's hard not to be biased. She's completely wronged here. And you can make the argument, oh, you can, you should never hit somebody. You shouldn't hit somebody. Uh, but I, but I, you know, people can get driven to that point. <laughs> right. And I know we wouldn't say that if the genders were reversed, but what in her in her mugshot she had a red mark on her face and that's what i wanted to know more about because that was concerning to me i'm yeah, not imp- i have, I have I'm no not, idea i'm not implying that he touched her 
And the truth is, if you have kids, sometimes they hit you in the face. <laughs> like I've right. seen it happen. Right. Like just and accidentally, of course. Right. But like, you know, it's not like unusual for moms to have kind of kid related injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have no idea, but it's not in the report if that happens. Right. She doesn't um, have a history of domestic I don't think so. I think violence. this is an unusual circumstance yeah. uh, that caused this row. It sucks. The whole thing sucks. It's really sad. But I, I do kind of love when celebrities get messy online and like do a tweet <laughs> where they like lay it all out. Because usually they're so contained by publicists and whatnot to keep things whatever out of the press. So when they get messy, I mean, she obviously immediately deleted it for whatever reason. Um, but yeah. So... The other big musician in the, the news this week, and this is another thing, clearly I'm just up late at night trolling social media all the time, Tommy Lee shared a full frontal naked photo from his bathroom. Did you see this pic? I was awake for this. <laughs> I saw. I, I tried to put, put it in my stories and it got deleted. <laughs> I was like, why is he posting it? But when I put it in my stories, it gets deleted for being you know lewd or whatever. I was awake for this when it happened like 10 minutes after he posted it cuz one of one of my mutuals like was like go look at <laughs> go look at Tommy Lee's Instagram right now. I don't follow him on Instagram. Me but I did go to his Instagram and I'm like, "All right, that's his dong." Well, I was laughing cuz someone at some, I, somewhere I saw someone say like, "This is really only news to people under 30." Yeah. Like <laughs> we've all seen Tommy's dick like a million times. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm over the age of 30. So this was obviously, I'm like, well, there's a new picture of his dick that I haven't seen. I mean, it's funny to, it was funny to see him post that (laughs) for sure, but it wasn't like, wow, that's his dick. (laughs) And we've even seen the fake dick on a TV show. Like, did he say, did he make a statement after the fact, like later today, did he say like, oh, I, that was an accident? I think what I heard, and I don't know if he made this statement, is that he's releasing a new album. So this is publicity. I think it was a publicity stunt. Uh, But I don't know that he said that. But I did see that he has some kind of album dropping. Mm. And as we all probably know, his music career is not thriving right now, right? His dick isn't making the music. His dick isn't even thriving right now. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I mean, if it was his dick making the album, maybe that would be something. It's just kind of, it's kind of, I, yeah, I don't know what this is going to do. Right. Like we got to get that. We got to hear his new tunes. <laughs> this guy shows his dick online. We all just remembered he is a monster hog. We should buy his new album. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I know you love to be up on the latest beauty trends, Rachel. I, I do. I do. <laughs> so I was curious if you knew about the latest beauty trend taking over TikTok, Ugh. and that is called vabbing. Okay. First of all... <laughs> Is it one person on TikTok doing it and it's an insane thing and it went viral <laughs> or is it actually taking over TikTok? Uh, well, I'm just going by the article Who that wrote says this it article? is taking over TikTok, Glamour Magazine. Oh, well, okay. What That's is, more official. This that, is not like TikTok news. Okay. What, <laughs> what is vabbing? Vabbing is where you take your vaginal juices and dab it on your like pulse points like you would perfume. So you smell like pussy? So you smell like your pussy. Um, so one woman said, I did it right before I went to the gym. And then a guy hit on me while I was working out. Vabbing works. Uh, oh. So a sexologist 
has been open about vabbing with her followers, explaining that she's used this technique for around 20 years. Wow. Um, She said, I employ vabbing or encourage vabbing and recommend it as part of a mating ritual with your current lover that already loves your juices. Okay, don't say that, woman. Here's... (laughs) I have no problem with this in theory, but here's where maybe I, I would have a problem with it, is if... Like you're going out on the town with your girls or you run into your girl out on the town. She's your platonic friend and you give her a hug and she smells like her pussy. And you're like, oh, Samantha. Is that your pussy? Is that your (laughs) pussy I smell? I don't need to smell that. Like that's for... Here's the funny thing. I'm quite sure... I tweeted something about this as a joke one time. Like you want to like, use your like five years ago pussy juice perfume. Like I think I did tweet something like I just use. The guy said I smell good. So, oh, it's just my pussy juice. Or I think I tweeted something like this. I'm sure I don't technically have a problem with it, but it's I definitely think like this is not a trend that I think is going to um, catch on. Uh, I mean, it and does, I also don't like the the name. I don't. The name is gross. It needs better marketing. Um, well. Let me tell you this. Now, you might change your tune now because a doctor is now warning that babbing, <laughs> that trend, the TikTok trend in this article says women using vaginal discharge. Now, that might be a little different than using your juices. That might smell more, right? Like a, if you're having some kind of issue. I think it's all considered discharge. Okay. I thought discharge was more like infection type thing. No, it's all considered okay. discharge. Um, he said it can cause thrush. Oh, Which like I guess is some infection? kind of skin yeast infection type thing. Well, if you have a yeast infection. Yeah. So I guess you better make sure before you vab that you don't have that, right? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, some doctors, they're, they're not on board with this trim. So the original TikToker um, who who posted about this has 1.5 million views on this um, video. It could just be a lot of people like, oh my God, this woman's rubbing pussy juice on her. <laughs> it might not be like, oh, I'm going to do this too. <laughs> and in the video, she's literally Let me sticking see. her hand oh, down my her God. pants. And then we see her dabbing it on her um, oh neck pulse point. Well, she now- has vabbing 101, basic rules of vabbing, shower first, Wash your hands before and after. If you go to the gym, wipe down the gym equipment before and after. Oh my God, why are you doing it at the gym? Do not let the areas you vab touch other surfaces and people. That's, well, what? If you were on your period, just wait. Okay. (laughs) Seriously? That's like those warnings about like not sticking the curling iron in your butt or something. It's like, okay, someone did this once. Right. Like, cause why would you give this warning? Like no woman, I like the idea that you'd have to tell a woman not to do that. Right. Like I, you know, it's happened. Any unusual smell or bad odor, do not vab and go oh, see a doctor. Oh. And you don't need a lot of pussy juice for a successful vab. Okay. <sighs> All right. Fine. I think that's good. Cause we want people, our drier friends to know uh, that they can <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. I did manage to find one food news. From food and wine? Absolutely. And I saw it everywhere, other places too, because I was desperate. Uh, and food and wine did not have much going on this, this week. Terrible. So I Googled, um, food news. This is the in- little insight into my <laughs> technique. <laughs> <laughs> and this story from food and wine popped up as well as other places. And then I did see it on a Reddit board too. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. So you might not have known this, but Domino's tried to invade Italy. Wait, what? Domino's tried to set up shop in Italy. Wait, oh, okay. Domino's I thought, Pizza. I thought you meant like 
they tried to invade them like oh like literally invade them wow no rachel <laughs> there was no there was no like there was a coup invasion coup by domino's pizza <laughs> in italy I- but that would definitely be a major story <laughs> now they they set up operation in italy you might not be surprised to know that it failed uh, in a really big way. Now, obviously, Italian pizza is very good. So, yes. so I don't know what Domino's was thinking, but they saw it as a moneymaker. And the truth of the matter is, initially, they were doing well because they were the only pizza place that delivered. Now, as we all know, during the pandemic, that changed. Almost every place started delivering. And and Domino's no longer had the stronghold on the delivery market. And once that happened, people were going to the local uh, pizza shop to get pizza and not Domino's. So they're closing all the shops. Um, They've only been there seven years. uh, Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. I think they really, uh, they had that market. And then when the pandemic happened it probably was a slow decline and now they just can't uh keep it together one bologna resident it's bologna wait bologna i don't fucking know is it bologna i said bologna you're right okay (laughs) bologna bologna (laughs) bologna I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. He said, one Italian resident, let's just do that. Okay. He said, there was no point in opening it. We were talking about it just this morning. It didn't make sense. Maybe an American pizza chain would have made sense for tourists, but for an Italian, it doesn't make sense. It's like me going to England and making fish and chips. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, first of all, I really like the accent you just tried to do. I, 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 you, I got further and further along. You, I had to do it because I could sense this guy's frustration. Mama Mia. Okay. <laughs> second, <laughs> second of all, I think any American who goes to Italy and orders Domino's pizza should never be banned from Italy for life. I'm sorry. Can you imagine? Like, that is so rude. I don't even know, like, when I would find that acceptable. That's unacceptable. It's just, like, the, literally the only time I can see it being possible if it's, like, you're drunk, it's 2 a.m., <laughs> Everything in Italy is closed. If everything like, is closed and you're starving. Yeah. And you're like, starving. And that's pretty much, I'm guessing, the majority of Domino's pizza uh, purchases anyhow. <laughs> right? Like, it's a good drunk food, probably. I haven't had Domino's. Or if you just don't have good pizza in yes. your area. And then there's the people who like Domino's for what it is. Sort of like how I like Kraft macaroni and cheese for what it is. Yes. But I also like fancy macaroni and cheese. Yes. And homemade macaroni and cheese. Um, This story seemed pretty cute to me. Uh, A car thief hid from police inside a giant teddy bear and tried to escape. Do you know those teddy bears? Remember those big ones? How big is it? It's really big. We saw one when we went to Palm Springs and he was like bent over. We did. Oh, yeah. I took a picture of it because it looked like he was blowing himself. That's right. I remember that. Okay, teddy I knew. Bear. I knew. I'd refresh your memory. Was that that little antique shop? Yes, it was in that antique shop. This massive we teddy were, bear. We. I feel like we almost got kicked out of that store. Oh, because we were just like taking pictures, giggling like, at this Whoa. teddy bear. Um, so he was a suspected <laughs> car thief. This is in Manchester, England. This story is from Huffington Post. He um, didn't want to be arrested, obviously. So he found a five foot um, tall teddy bear around. And he attempted to escape arrest by going inside of the teddy bear. Wait, where did he find this teddy bear? Just out on the street somewhere? He's 
Uh, I don't know where he found it. Maybe he ran to I'm a so house. I'm so confused by this story. He he was in his car. He got out of his car. And they uh, were chasing him. read the story. Oh, yeah, I'm he was, so confused. He would, they were searching a house to find him because he ran into a house while they were trying to catch him. Oh, my God. He found this teddy bear and there was a rip in it. <laughs> so he went inside this massive teddy bear and tried to hide inside of it. But obviously um, they found him. <laughs> the Manchester police released a statement. He's now stuffed behind bars. After being sentenced last week for theft of a motor vehicle, driving while disqualified, and making off from a patrol station without payment, a petrol station without payment, hopefully he has a bearable time inside. (laughs) I think if it's a nonviolent crime and they catch you while you do something as creative and stupid as that, they should just let you go. You got to laugh. You got to just be like, all right, all right. Yeah, and it does seem like a a pretty. Harmless crime. I mean, stealing someone's car—you shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's. But no one was injured. It wasn't like attempted murder or something like that. Yeah. Um, Okay. My last story was the only thing that came up with cat news. Actually, there was something I tried to refind it. It was like some cat that um, busted a bandit. What? But I couldn't find it because if I put in cat bandit, (laughs) it was like obviously that search is impossible. Cat bandit, like cat burglar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one is a, a new, another viral um, TikTok story. It, it is um, a cat upstaged an opera singer mid-performance on TikTok. This went viral. It has hit over 4.1 million times, or, or viewed 4.1 million times since it ran. It is being called the diva cat. <laughs> In the clip. A cat named Maximino is ready for his moment in the spotlight. He interrupts his owner and takes over mid-performance by mewing while she's doing her opera song. Uh, Obviously, this worked out really well for her. She should be grateful to this cat because it made the video, right? Can I see the cat? Yeah. Uh, He looks great. Like the, The thumbnail is incredible. This is from People... This cat is like, oh, shit, sorry. Uh, This cat is very fluffy. He has an intense face. So this woman is just opera singing, and the cat starts singing along with her. He, like, photobombs, stands in front of the camera and starts mewing. It's like like the woman who was doing the stripper pole, and the cat kept trying to attack her. Yeah. (laughs) It's a classic video. Cats are very good at upstaging you if they want to. Here's the cat's face. I know, I love it. Oh, you it. saw that one? Yeah. He's so cute. I want to watch that video. Yeah, so that's all the news we have this week. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye. I watched some new stuff this week. Oh, do tell. Well, I'm really into a new show called 90 Day Fiance UK. <laughs> it just came out a few weeks ago, at least in America. And it's only available on Discovery Plus. This is not an advertisement. They do not pay us. They should. Yeah. But if you have Discovery Plus, you should watch 90 Day Fiance I just got an ad for it. It's um, so good. The thumbnail or whatever showed up. It's so good. Mm. I highly recommend it. It, It's a bunch of weirdos, but but it's different because they're not Americans. So they're like... They just behave differently. Like I was, I think I was telling you the other day that like when the concerned best friend is talking to 
the person who's like looking for love in a different country, they're like, I'm a bit nervous about this. Yeah. Like they're, they say every, like they're very blunt, but they're not like, well, I don't think he's good for you. And just right. like yelling at them. It's like a little more posh. It's a little more posh. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, have you sent him any money? Yeah, they're polite. They're polite about it, but they do ask direct questions. Yeah. No, it sounds interesting. It's it's good. I, I think the pacing of it is very good too. So is it the same amount of episodes length? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh might be a little shorter. Maybe it's like an hour and a half. I don't know. It's Discovery that Plus, sounds, so there's no commercials. Right. So. That sounds like what the other ones are. Yeah. An hour and a half. Yeah. And uh what else? Penultimate episode of Better Call Saul was this week. I'm not well. Yeah. I can't believe it's it's all going to come to an end in a matter of days. So the only hope that I have right now is that House of the Dragon comes out on the 21st. Isn't when does it come out? The 21st. Oh. Okay. But I thought you said my only hope is if it does. I was like, "Well, don't they have a date?" No, it's <laughs> No, my only like the only thing I have like to look in the to. horizon to look forward to. Even though, look, that's not going to fill, that's not going to fill the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul void in my life. It's right. not, but it will be a new prestige drama that I will have to look forward to. Is anyone in the cast that we know, or is it just all new people? It's new people. Okay, it's like. Kind of like how they did Game of Thrones, where it's like all a bunch of like British stage actors or British TV right. actors. I, yeah, I'm aware, but I just didn't know if there was any person no. kind of coming in. No, like a younger... I like it that way. Um, I like that it's like unknown to Americans. These I'm not actors. talking about the actors. I'm talking about the characters. Oh, I don't no. care about the actors. I, I want to know if we're seeing. No, I want to know if we're seeing young versions oh. of whoever. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't care about the actors. <laughs> I thought you were like, is Peter Dinklage back? No, 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 no. I just meant like, whatever. No, because it takes place 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Oh. But it is about the the Targaryen... The beginnings. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was that far in advance. You mean in behind? Well, yeah. Yeah. Far (laughs) behind. Prequel. That far of a prequel. (laughs) (laughs) It's 200 years in the past, or... Starting from Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought it was more Mad King young as a child or something like that. No, and that would be interesting because that story is so compelling to me, but I think they told enough of that story in Game of Thrones that like... Well, they could go a little bit. I just like... I feel like... Yeah. I mean, I do feel like it helps sometimes to have sort of a connection to what you just saw, even if it's just like like Better Call Saul. Yeah. There's a connection... But most of it is just completely unrelated. I think the connection will be, remember those royals, the Targaryens who tamed dragons and were also really hardcore into incest? Yeah. This is the show this that's is where coming we learn out. How they started all those traditions. <laughs> right. They're all blonde and not just blonde, but platinum. Blonde. Platinum hair blonde. And do they um, do they start incest right away? That's how they I keep that blonde hair. I was actually okay, so I started reading Game of Thrones. By George. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I started reading it like a month ago, and I stopped because I got distracted from what I gathered. Because like the book, you know, 
goes a little more into. Right. Where it's like, and then and this, and then 200 years had passed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he beget, he beget him, and then he beget them. We hear the whole lineage. Well, we learned in the book where the Targaryens, like what part of the world they came from originally. What part? Essos. Oh. I get so confused. (laughs) Like I'm rewatching, this sounds, this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever admitted to. But I, when I'm rewatching the um, Game of Thrones from the beginning, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm really paying attention to the map. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, at the opening credits. Wait a minute. Okay, that's not a good map to go off of. But I like your style. But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, there's King's Landing. There's Winterfell. There's the wall. <laughs> Just Google the map and look at it, and it'll really help you. Yeah, I'll Google a map. Google that's the true. map. But, but there's just something kind of fun. That's and- really funny. That's really funny that you're paying attention. Because sometimes it goes really fast yeah, to the next location. Yeah, it's too fast for that. You gotta get, you gotta just Google the map. A lot of people have drawn it. Yeah, it, there's I'm sure. a lot of copies there. You can buy a poster of the map. It's almost like a video game for me, <laughs> where I try to keep up. I'm like, okay, that means we're gonna be in Quarth. That Quarth, was the other thing Quarth. too. Whatever that's called. Do you remember? The, I completely forgot about that weird ass village of Quarth or Carth or whatever it's called with that freak ass guy with the bald head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally screamed when he showed up because I was like, oh God, I forgot about this guy. He is a freak ass. He is, he is so, a freak ass. Here's who he reminds me of. He reminds me of the guy who used to dance for the Six Flags but like with a lot of eye makeup, he like he, he's the Vanga bus guy, but uh, in Game of Thrones world. Anyway, he's so disturbing to he's me. He's really disturbing. Uh, I don't so like that's him. where I'm at. I forgot about that rich guy who's trying to marry her and gets her in. He's like super cool, yeah. uh, guy before they like kill everyone. And then Arya has found that guy. What's his name? Who's like a woman, a man? Oh always God! The, the, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he has a name. I think that's the whole point. Yeah, he's like the nameless man or something. Yeah, the faceless man, right? So uh, I just rewatched it. I can't even remember. It's a lot. It's still a lot to remember, even when I've seen it. That so guy, yeah, he's he's all that. He's all that. <laughs> My favorite character. Well, I have a lot of favorite characters on Game of Thrones, but one of my favorite characters is her sword instructor, the dance who she oh, yeah. calls her dance instructor from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. He, but he's he dies in like season one, right? At some point, yeah. Or does he come back? I can't remember. In my mind, because I mean, we never see his end, but he's protecting her, and he's assumed dead. He's right? presumed dead, yeah, and we never see him again. I liked know. him too. I love him. He's like, he's just fun. He had a nice uh, personality. He was like yeah. full of life. He was full. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Um, so, and now also, it is the beginning of Jamie and Brienne. Their little right. Their little journey. Brienne of Toth. <laughs> of Tarth. I like. I mean, it's like they still hate each other at this point, but I like their relationship. I love their relationship. It's like one of the best uh, storylines. Yeah, and I, I do feel like Jamie has one of the best character arcs yeah, in the series. He does. Uh, cause he's such a piece of shit at the beginning. 
Uh, and he really does uh, change, yeah, I he, think. Yeah, he has a redemption arc. Um, but yeah, God, I forgot what an asshole he was. He is very hot. <laughs> yes. So he gets away with it. I also love when he gets all scruffy. Like, this is the beginning of his super hot phase. Yeah. Because he hasn't, he doesn't shave right. when they're on the road. Because he's a prisoner. <laughs> yeah. But he gets so hot when he gets all scruffy. Yeah. I, I think there's a part where he, like, cleans up. I'm like, no, go yeah. back. <laughs> he's hot when he's scruffy. So that's where I'm at. Rob has met that woman. We all mm, know where that heads. Mm, not uh, nowhere good. Nowhere good. Uh, and then, yeah, he's having some conflicts with his mom. She's trying to butt in where she doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> what Rob's about hot. What about um, a character I had forgotten about that I was like, oh, yeah, gross when I rewatched it was Robin, the like homeschooled kid. Oh, he's nursing. <laughs> yeah, the kid who's still he's nursing. He's so gross. You just want to throw him down that pit. Yeah, so badly. <laughs> like, he's an awful person. He's disgusting. Disgusting, and his mom's annoying, too. Oh, his mom is One of the most satisfying deaths in the ever. series. Uh, it's a great thing. Sorry, spoiler alerts. <clears throat> I mean, this show's been on a long time. Yeah, I, they I don't can't feel, blame us. I can't, I can't. You should fast forward through this if you don't want um, spoilers. So, yeah, I'm still watching that. Uh, it's very funny to me. <laughs> It's a it good again. show. It is a good show. So I, that's why I'm excited. Well, that's why I'm trying to finish it off yeah. before it starts. You get, or at least get close to it. Right. Um, and I also started watching Kitchen Nightmares. In preparation for? For next week. Next week. And just for fun. Yeah. It's I have a to, great I have show. to finish watching, um, what's it called? Sister Wives. Seeking Sister Wives. Yeah, I have to finish watching that too we're gonna, for next week. We're going to be on Cara Berry's podcast next Wednesday. Yeah. And we're going to be recapping the latest episode of Seeking Sister Wives. Is it the latest episode? Yes. So it's not the full season? No, just the latest episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, I have to watch the whole season. You got to watch the yeah. whole season, yeah. Okay, that's a relief. How do you like the show? I like it. It's good. I mean, I like certain families better than others. Yeah. yeah. And obviously Garrick is the star, right? He's the, to me, <laughs> the star to me, like, he, you always have to have the one person you hate the most. He's the anchor. He's, he's definitely the anchor. He's the anchor of the show in that I hate him the most and that his story is so compelling to me because Danielle is like so pathetic. She's tragic. She's what is it with da- reality show Danielle's? Kara <laughs> made a brilliant point. On one of her recaps, like last year about Seeking Sister Wife, she said that Danielle from Seeking Sister Wife looks like Danielle from Danielle and Mahaba. Yeah. <laughs> from 90 Day Fiance. Do they look this, they look like they're related to each other. They could be. And they, the, the sad thing look is, at their you faces. think Danielle from the first Danielle is uh, way older, but they're probably only like a few right. years difference. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, shocking. Yeah, it'll be like a shocking. Wow, like um, there's so, some there's some shocking age, but they also have a personality similarity. Just pathetic. Yeah, and just taking shit nonstop and not standing right. up for themselves. Although to be fair to Danielle from Seeking Sister Wife, she's never presented her husband with a binder full of evidence to be like, I, I knew I knew you were cheating, Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, he's not cheating. He found it out. He did. <laughs> and we're going to talk all about this on Wednesday. No, I feel like every reality show, it's like they need a charismatic um, villain or he, person you hate. I'm not saying he has charisma, but there's something about him that is uh, 
I don't know, any word sounds too positive, but like magnetic, you like can't believe what you're watching with him. He's very hate watchable. Yeah. He's so easy to hate just every aspect of this guy's personality. Well, and it's like, let's say someone like Big Ed, he he goes, it's too far with him Mm -hmm. where you can't watch him at some point, but maybe there was an initial burst where you're like, okay. Here's the thing with Big Ed. The reason Big Ed isn't fun to watch is because Big Ed thinks he's in on the joke. Yes. And Big Ed wants to be famous. He breaks the fourth wall too much. Big Ed breaks the fourth wall. He tries like he does. He took it too far with his whole, look, I'm putting mayonnaise on my hair. Like he's, he's done it a million times. Like it's like, okay, we get it. You're weird. He wants us to like him. He wants us to like him, but he also wants to like... He's like, everything is a performance to him. And he's just so phony. He's so phony. He's so phony. Like, Garrick is a real-life piece of shit. And he's completely clueless to his awfulness. Yeah. That's what makes him sort of compelling. Because he has the Lord. (laughs) So everything he does is is serving the Lord. Yeah. I mean, what a... He's a joke. Yeah, he's a joke. He's a fucking joke. It just bothers me that he thinks he's attractive. I don't know why... I don't want him to be like, because you could tell by the tight shirts he wears with his little nipples. Ugh, that was so disgusting. <laughs> that the latest episode, this guy's nipples are like rock hard. But he always dresses kind of like, like I work out. Always. Yeah, it's just gross. It's like, you, you're an ugly person, Garrick. Very. Your name's Garrick. Garrick, come on. It's not even a real name. It sounds too, um, I don't know, I don't like it's, it. It's Garrett. The name is Garrett with a T, not with a C-K. It sounds too hard. It's like it's made up. Yeah, Desi. It, I know all is. names are made up, but that one <laughs> irritates me because it's attached to well, this man. Well, he's ruined that name. Perhaps it could have been a good name. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> we, we don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, uh, he looks like Joel Olstein, and that's why Kara calls him Joel on the show. It's uh, yeah, he's got that vibe. He has a Joel scammer, Joel Osteen Absolutely. vibe. Anyway, so yeah, um, Seeking Sister Wife is great reality TV if you're looking for a new show to get into. I'm really excited because uh, I have access to Elvis and I really want to watch it because it looks really bad. <laughs> I had forgotten Tom Hanks was in that movie. That clip was hilarious. Yeah, he's what? <laughs> Just like seeing he's it. What? It's like, that was the first thing I was like, okay, maybe I'll watch. I'll, maybe I'll give it a shot, <laughs> get really high and watch it. It, like I can always turn it off. I'm not beholden to it. I think I only like one Boz Lerman film. He's such a mystery to me. Guess like, what Boz Lerman film is the one that I like? Romeo and Juliet. No, really, Strictly Ballroom. Oh, I forgot about that one. Okay, that's I, like his first one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I I I like Romeo and Juliet for the nostalgia factor and for the chokehold it had on girls my age at the time, right? But in terms of like a, a rewatch, like a movie I feel like I could rewatch again and again, it's Strictly Ballroom, personally. And, but that's before he went off the rails. Yeah. it's a more simple movie. It's a little off the rails, but not totally. No. On, at some point, his movies just became huge spectacles. Yeah. Right? And I think like he has a very specific point of view, and I respect that, and I appreciate it, and I think like, and I totally understand why people love him. It's just not my personal cup of tea. 
No, I can see. I think he's very talented at what he does. He's definitely someone where I'm like, it sh- I should kind of like this, I, sh- I feel like but I, I sh- feel like I don't. Yeah, yeah, like I should like it more than I do. Right, like especially a movie like Moulin Rouge, I felt like it was right up my alley, I, and I just did not. I didn't connect it with like, it. It was like, eh, like it was, it's like whatever. I liked Kylie Minogue in it. I really like I like that Ewan part. McGregor too. I like all. I mean, yeah. I like all the actors yeah. that he puts in it. I, of course, I like Nicole Kidman. Right. I don't know. I just didn't connect. It with looks it. beautiful. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. So, but I'm curious. I'll yeah. check it out. He's definitely someone where it's like I'll still probably check his movies out. Kind of yeah. like I'll always watch the M Night Shyamalan movies. Oh my god! <laughs> even though they've burned me so many times, <laughs> I'm still gonna be like, okay, let me give him another chance. Yeah. I mean, I kind of enjoyed old. It's oh, not I, like I, it's not like great, but it was like I watched it. It was watchable. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'll watch all of M Night's movies, even though I know going in, I have very low expectations. But then he'll surprise you because what was that one the I liked? Visit. The visit was really good. That was really I thought. good. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, those filmmakers are always kind of interesting to me because they do have a very specific point of view, yeah, and a style, and it's like. And I always like watching his movies because he always does a cameo and you're like, oh, it's M. Night Shyamalan. You got something to look forward He's to. He's the bus driver or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same thing with like, I love when Stephen King makes a cameo. Oh, right. Yeah. No, he's I like good. that. I would be that. I like Stephen King because his cameos, he gets really into it. He's like, woo. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He'll play like a hillbilly or he, something. I, I love Stephen King in general, but yeah, I like that about his movies. Um, okay. So that's that's pretty much all I've been watching. Um, what'd you eat? Uh, wow, that face. <laughs> do you know when you feel like you've eaten a lot, but you don't really remember what? Yes, it's a blur. It's like all, everything's a blur. It's like going on a bender. There's nothing I really remember with great fondness. No. <laughs> it's really sad. It's been so hot. Like eating is not that pleasurable for me in the heat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless it's like cold. Like I, I'm kind of craving watermelon. Like I feel like I could eat like a whole cold, wa- like a cold watermelon. Do you know that I haven't had watermelon at all this summer once? What? I just realized that that's really. Pathetic. I really want watermelon. It I just sounds too. really refreshing. Yeah, like I could just eat a bunch of it. I've been seeing some salads that look really good to me that are using <laughs> like watermelon, like you know the mint watermelon feta. And then I saw like a peach salad. It looked really yummy. I made a peach salad yesterday. I, it was peach with serrano ham and basil, and that was it. You made that Wednesday. I did? Yeah, because you told me about it Wednesday night. Just get it straight, Rachel. <laughs> I, have a, I have a heat rash right now. I'm just going to be honest. And it's um, making me like really anxious. I felt the same way because I told you. I, also, my skin is bumpy on my face, and it, it bugs me. We're falling apart. We're falling apart from We're the like, heat. Really? I, and I don't even have like my, I'm not like totally hot, but it's like it, the heat is so oppressive that even if you have AC, it doesn't like, it just kind of cuts it and it's still a little warm and you just kind of just can do nothing without getting all sweaty and gross. Honestly, I feel like at the end of death becomes her. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> like when their heads are just rolling on the pavement outside of the church, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. I'm done with summer. I love I'm, summer. I'm happy to move on to fall. Yeah, I want I'm, I want it to be fall, but I want to be like a fall bitch. You, <laughs> what do they call it? Christian girl autumn. Christian girl autumn. That's me. I'm looking forward. I'm gonna get a cable knit sweater and like hold some warm tea in yeah, a mug in both hands. And post it on Instagram with a filter. 
That's be cute. Like, yeah. Just get that, get my hair highlighted with honey color. Yeah, a honey, honey tones. color. <laughs> a warm honey tone. Warm honey. Just be laughing in the pile of leaves. Oh. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, look, let's say we have like maybe two more months of this heat. <laughs> <laughs> we have until mid-October. <clears throat> right. And then Halloween, it's very cold a lot. For so, uh, That's the weird thing about Los Angeles weather is that it is ass hot up until like mid-October and then all of a sudden it's fucking cold. Right, because there's oftentimes where I'm going to go out on Halloween. I'm like, oh, I'm dressed too slutty. It's cold. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're wearing some stupid skimpy costume. I don't think I've ever had a Halloween that was like hot out. It's always cold. No, it's cold. It's always cold. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't eat anything exciting. <laughs> Did you? No, just the cinnamon buns I made on, oh, yeah. on Monday. They were really good. Yeah, but the thrill is gone. The thrill is it's gone. It's been too long. Since you had them. <laughs> Thank you. You already talked about them. <laughs> Thanks, BB King. <laughs> no, I like all I can concentrate on right now is the fact that I I walked home from my nail appointment back to my house and it was like a mile and a half walk, which isn't that long, but it was ninety five degrees out. So I think I gave myself like a heat rash. Sun poisoning. Yeah. Because I feel like shit right now. Well, and of course, the first thing I did was Google what what does monkeypox look like? Yeah, I'd be so mad if you gave me monkeypox. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very inflamed right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is very personal for a mini episode. Yeah. Well, this we is, can wrap it up. Uh, what time are we at? Yeah, I guess we can wrap it up. Any? I feel like I had something to share, not personal, but I feel like I had something a podcast. No. What it? Oh, we have merch. Oh. We have a new merch store. It's a new merch store because we we have had merch in the past. Go to hollywoodcrimescene.com. We're putting up some new designs, but we have some shit up there already. Mm -hmm. And I hope you enjoy it. You can get (laughs) stickers now. Now you can get... I put some stickers up today. Okay, cool. But I'm making, uh, working on a new design right now, and then we have additional designs coming. And um, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.